Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Charlotte Knights. And I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for listening. And today we're discussing New York Giants' loss to the excellent San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night in San Francisco. So let's go ahead and get started. So the Giants lost to the 49ers on Thursday night, 30 to 12, in a game that showed just how much further the New York Giants need to go to be an NFL powerhouse. And the differences were stark all over the field. The Niners looked better in all phases of the game. They made fewer mistakes. They imposed their will on what was somewhat of a banged up Giants team. The Giants, as you may know, were without Andrew Thomas (coughs) and yet another offensive lineman. And of course, Saquon Barkley was out as well. And while there's a tendency to talk about the Giants offense from people who watch this game, it was really the Giants defense that gave us absolutely no chance on Thursday. Because let's face it, guys, right? And if you know the 49ers, with or without all of the Giants starting players, this, against this formidable Niners team, the only chance the Giants ever had was to win a low-scoring game with defense, right? The Giants were never going to win a score 31-27 against the Niners. It's just not going to happen, right, on any night, with, with the Giants having a full offense or not. This was about really trying to win, say, like a 17-13 game or something like that, um, where your defense kind of keeps you in it and you do just enough on offense. This Niner defense is incredible. It's very tough. And we're not going to score, and most teams are not going to score 30 points on this defense. So this is a game that we needed the Giants defense to step up and keep the Niners offense in check, right? And the Giants defense was not even close to up to the task. The Giants defense was pathetic, I would say, with a capital P. Again, in yet another game. Again, they were pathetic against the Cowboys. They were really bad, boring on pathetic in the first half of the Cardinals game. And then they were pathetic again against the Niners. So this is really starting to feel like a defense that's just not coming together. The Giants continue to miss tackles. Right. If you watch the game every time, how many fucking missed tackles did, did the Giants defense have? I don't know what a lot, by the way, from the secondary and a few by the linebackers. Holy moly. We continued, continued to give up first downs on third and long, third and 12, third and 15. It was fucking infuriating to watch if you're a Giants fan. Right. They stopped the Niners on first down, stop them on second down. And then it's third and long, and they give up a fucking first down every time. It was, at one point in the game, I don't know, they were seven for nine on third downs. It was infuriating. It didn't matter if it was six yards, eight yards, third and 13, third and 15. They still got the first down. And even when he would throw the pass, maybe one yard past the line of scrimmage, and like half the Giants team had a chance to, you know, tackle him before the first down. It was every possible thing the defense could do wrong on Thursday night. They did. I am summarily unimpressed with the Giants defense with Wink Martindale this year. I got to say, as impressed as I was with it last year, and I was somewhat impressed, I realize now for sure this Giants defense needs more players. But, God, it was infuriating to watch. This this defense simply could not get off the goddamn field. They could not get off the field. There really is, and football fans know this, nothing more disheartening to a fan than to see your team continually choke over and over on third down on defense and just having the other team's offense, you know, their opponent's drive continue because of that. There's nothing more disheartening. It's so frustrating to watch. 
Also, in addition to just letting first downs up, <coughs> they had two or three occasions. They actually did stop them on third down, but then they had a defensive penalty. So, yes, it was a first down after all. Um, all of it was part of the Giants' ineptitude on defense. And while, yes, Thibodeau actually finally got a fucking sack, yippee. By the way, he's now has two whole entire sacks his entire NFL career outside of that one Washington game last year that everybody remembers. Two whole entire sacks. Oh, my God. He 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 only got it, by the way, because it was a coverage sack. You know, <laughs> drop back, drop back, drop back, drop back, nothing there. Quarterback tried to run up the middle, and he ran right into Thibodeau. So I'm not even going to give him credit for that. He got a sack. Yay. Good for him. He run in his fucking mouth this whole week. He got no other pressures on the quarterback. Thibodeau had the gall to complain about the fans complaining about him, right? Thibodeau's sucked ball since he joined this team. Finally, now the fans are starting to catch on. I've been saying that since last year, but finally now this year, some of the fans are saying, huh, you know, he's not that good. What's happening, you know? And he went, uh, you know, on, on the air, on social media, and on, <coughs> excuse me, in the papers, and, and he's talking about, you know, how it's not fair and blah, blah, blah. Running his fucking mouth. He had the goal to complain about the fans who were just complaining about his dog shit play so far. I don't know. We're going to see what happens. But I got to tell you, Kayvon Thibodeau, he feels like a disaster waiting to happen for the Giants. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope he turns the corner. I hope he becomes what we hope he becomes. We'll see. But he is feeling like a giant draft bust at this point. Just a terrible bust. Never, no pressure. He can't get any fucking pressure on the, the opposing quarterbacks. The Giants' defense allowed 441 total yards to the Niners, right? This is not the Bills, right? This is not the Kansas City Chiefs on prolific offense. 441 yards to the Niners. They allowed nine of 16 third down conversions. I mean, and it felt like 16 of 16 if you're watching. I'm thinking about it. When the hell did they actually stop them on third down? Every critical third down, I feel like the defense faltered. The Niners offense stayed on the field for over 38 minutes <coughs> of possession time. Now, on the other side of the ball, obviously, the Giants struggled on offense all night. The 49ers defense is impressive, guys, and it showed. The Giants offensive line has had a tough time and continued to have a tough time with you know Nick Bosa and the Niners' excellent defensive front. Certainly not having Andrew Thomas... Definitely, definitely hurt this offensive line for sure against a, a great defense and great defensive line like the San Francisco 49ers have. Now, the Giants are also without Saquon Barkley, but that didn't matter at all. Having Andrew Thomas out is much more of a critical loss against this strong defense, and it showed. The line could not protect Daniel Jones, and Jones only could complete quick, short passes, it seemed like. And even then, the Niners just quickly closed around and tackled excellent. They didn't miss any tackle. Whereas the Giants missed tackle after tackle after tackle. The Niners were very short tacklers, right? And they would close the ground ground quickly on the shorter passes. Um, they have an excellent defense. Again, there was no way we were going to win a shootout with this team. Our only chance was for our defense to hold them low. And our defense missed a lot, a lot, a lot of opportunities. I mean, it was, it was clear that we wanted to just pass for two yards, you know, six yards, four yards, and have our receivers run because we were scared of the pass rush. But it didn't work, right? It was clear what our plan was, get the ball out quickly to avoid sacks. It just didn't work against the Niners' defense. And the Giants, 
struggled to get first downs all night. They were clearly up against a superior team here. Everybody knew that coming in. The line was 10 and a half or something. Obviously, they knew it, right? And this was another game where Jones was credited with another interception that was in and out of a Giants receiver's hands again. Again. This time it was Darren Rawl. Barkley did it two fucking games in a row, right? Our, our wonderful savior, Saquon Barkley, against Dallas. Oh, in and out of his hands, intercepted. And then against the Cardinals. Oh, in and out of his hands, intercepted. Fucking Barkley. And now Darren Waller, same thing. Oh, in and out of his hands. So there are three picks on Daniel Jones' record. All three of them hit our receivers in the fucking hands, went out of their hands, and went into with the defender. And you guys know from listening to me on this podcast, I am no Daniel Jones fan. You know that. But three interceptions this year were, again, passes that hit the receivers in the fucking hands. The Giants offense, you know, I'm not putting them, you know, getting them off the hook or anything like this. But there were chances in this game. And in my mind, it was the Giants defense that let them down big time in this game, not the offense. There were several chances for the defense to make an impact on the game with a turnover, for example. Chances to recover 49er fumbles. A couple, couple big opportunities for the Giants to intercept really bad passes, I thought, by uh, Purdy. The Giants did not do fucking anything on those opportunities. They dropped the interception. They missed all the fumble recovery chances. The defense basically laid one giant fucking egg, and it hurt the team badly. It, they just could not get off the goddamn field and did nothing, did nothing to help the Giants win this game. The, the, the only thing that you could say is the kickers had a good day, right? Um, Gano hit another long 57-yard friggin' field goal, and our punter, you know, the Scottish Hammer, um, finally, finally punted well. I, I thought he sucked balls over the last year as, as well, but he finally had a really good game. You know, a couple of them, 50, 55, 60 yards, and a couple of big punts, finally, finally. So that's it. Great. You can say our kickers did good. You hang your hat on that, Giants fans, right? Yeah, the, the defense was just awful. The offense couldn't do much at all and looked overmatched. But, hey, our kickers, boy, our kickers were good. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you got to, you got to. You got to make levity when you can, right? Because let's face it, you got Seattle coming up. We got what? <clears throat> Miami coming up on the road, and then the Bills coming up on the road. We could very, very easily lose the next three games, right? So the Giants are one and two, right? They could be one and five. It can happen. Now, <clears throat> the Seahawks are a team we can beat, but we're not probably not going to be favored with the way we're playing. Uh, certainly, we're going to be underdogs to Miami. And, you know, Buffalo on the road. So the Giants need to get it together. You know, um, I don't care one fucking bit about Saquon Barkley's ankle sprain. That is not going to affect the needle very much either way for any reason. What is going to affect the needle is can the Giants pass block? Can they not drop passes from Jones in and out of their hands into the defense? And most critically, is the Giants' defense capable of being any better than the shit show that they've shown themselves to be in these first three games of the season? Because let's face it, the only time the defense did anything, anything at all, was in the fourth quarter of the Cardinals game. That's it. That's it. They were disgusting in the 40 nothing loss to the Cowboys. They were awful in this Thursday night football game to the Niners. 
They were terrible, terrible in the first half of the Cardinals game. And they were even bad in the third quarter. As soon as the Giants got that big 58-yard pass, scored a touchdown, made it 21-7, immediately, immediately, they let the Cardinals drive right down the field for another touchdown, which just can't happen. Make it 28-7 at that point. So they had one good quarter. The Giants have played 12 quarters this year. The defense has been terrible in 11 of them, right? This is a big problem. And I'm not advocating that the offense is, is is great, but what I am saying is that we were not supposed to have a bad defense, and it seems like we have a bad defense, and that's a big problem. the The defensive line does not get any pressure on the fucking quarterback. You you, you cannot win games when your defensive line cannot rush the passer. Leonard Williams is he playing this year? You know what happened to Dexter Lawrence? You already know my thoughts on Tivo. Looks like a fucking disaster. Ojalari's hurt. Not in the game. I mean, you can't make this shit up. Like, we were supposed to have this great defensive line, this great pass rush, and they're nowhere near the quarterback. And all these other missed tackles and open receivers and bad plays are really not a great bellwether for this team this year to see how the Giants defense is going to handle even better teams. Not better teams, but good teams coming up here. It's depressing, and we're going to have to hope that Dable is able to turn this around. Again, we don't know when Andrew Thomas is coming back. That's my biggest concern. Barkley, here or not, is not a concern for me at all. You know, I don't think he's as critical to this offense as everybody makes him out to be. Um, You know, let's face it. Barkley was in on week one. We got shut out, right? Barkley was in the first half of the Cardinal game, and we got shut out, right? Barkley was in the beginning of this game. He was in most of the quarters that we didn't score any points, right? So saying, everyone's saying, ah, with him out, you know, look how we're not doing it. With him in, we went six straight quarters and didn't score a fucking point, right? Give me a break. I like Barkley as a player. He's just way, way, way overrated, and we're paying him way too much money. And it's just... You know, it's all talk and it's distracting. Talking about, you know, because Barkley's out, this is why the offense is bad. That is not it. It's because we cannot pass block. When you look at the two games that we look terrible in, Jones was under all kinds of pressure. All kinds of pressure, right? When he wasn't under pressure, you know, in the second half of the Cardinal game, Jones looked a lot better. I guess most quarterbacks will when they're sitting there with time to throw. But bottom line is we need at least an adequate offensive line, right? I'm not asking for the Fab Five here where we have the best offensive line in the history of the NFL. But what I want is an NFL average, average offensive line, right? That can pass block a little bit. Um, And we'll see what happens. We'll see what comes together this year when Andrew Thomas comes back. And we'll see if Neal can develop into a good starting right tackle because he was drafted seventh overall in that same what is turning out to be disaster draft last year of, you know, Shane, where we took Thibodeau at five and Neil at seven, and they looked terrible. They both look like fucking disasters at this point. So we're going to have to see if they can develop. Unfortunately, this is looking like it's going to be a long year for the New York Giants as they gear up for the Seahawks at home, which is, by the way, is a Monday night game. <laughs> this will be the Giants' third primetime game in four weeks, right? This will be the fourth game coming up of the season. They would have, they put the Giants in prime time three times, right? They had the Monday night football game, <coughs> excuse me, Sunday night football game. Then they had the Thursday night football game yesterday. 
And next week they have the Monday night football game. So interesting, I guess off of last year, you know, I think the NFL and these networks thought that the giants were going to be much better than it looks like they turned out to be. So Seahawks game is a big one. It's a big one. It's a game that we can win. It's a game at home and it's in prime time. And it will be quite telling for the Giants. Should they lose that game? I think that's a bellwether that this season is going to be even worse than we thought. If they win it, we'll have to see what happens. But that's, I think, all I have for you today on the Giants. So I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.